Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf kuf mem vav kuf chazar. We saw daf kuf mem hey the gemara on daf kuf mem hey. But Alf, we saw there's a machlekes whether a liquid which is halach liyud, a person who squeezes a liquid and is halach liyud is going to be destroyed right away. Does he have the stats or liquid or not? We saw that was machlekes. Then we saw machlekes on the gemara on the bottom brought down a three way machlekes in regards to vegetables which have been pickled or vegetables which have been cooked. Are you allowed to squeeze them on Shabbos? We saw that was a three way machlekes. Rav Shmuel and Rabbi Yechonon. Then we saw the mishnah on the base. Told us the halacha of ein bishul achar bishul that once something is completely cooked, fully cooked in erev Shabbos, halacha is allowed to cook it on Shabbos, or you're allowed to put it in a hot water on Shabbos because it's not considered cooking anymore. And then the Gemara brought down a few interesting agarat shilas, which the Amorayim were discussing amongst themselves. And then when Rabbi woke up, he answered, he provided his own truths into this kasha. As Hashem, today we're going to see the halacha about opening up a barrel on Shabbos. Are you allowed to open up a barrel on Shabbos? You want to get the items inside. And then the Gemara is going to talk about what you're allowed to use as a spigot for the barrel on Shabbos. So let's see the Halakha Gemara on the bottom of Daf Mem, hey Ahmed Bayes, Ahmed on the bottom. We are three lines up from the bottom. However, just before we start, today's daf, Shabbos daf Kufman Bav, is actually the daf for Tishwav. We are recording this before Tishwav because, as we know, the Gemara in Tainas and Lama teaches us that it is us of a person to learn Tyre on Tishwav, as the Shulchan Arach, this is Paskin Shulchan Arach. Simon Tov Kufman and Dalit as well. Also, Likers Batyre, Nevi'im Ksuvim, Malishnes, Bemishin of Manish, Bigomar, Balachat Zagadis, Mishum Shinar, Bakudi Hashem, Misharim, Sam Chilev, Shulchan Arach Paskins, based on the Gemara. That is prohibited for a person to do his regular learning on Tishvav because Torah is Pekud Yashem Misham Rasam which we do see from this the idea that a person is really supposed to get a simcha, a person is supposed to get an enjoyment, which is supposed to bring him to happiness when a person learns. However, I wanted to just speak out this very important Biralach over here. If you take a look at the Biralach on this simon over here, he writes like this. He writes. Says the that if which means if I wasn't scared of my friend, if I wasn't scared of the people who would get very upset about this, what I'm saying, he said I would be make of a person to learn on that unfortunately in our generation Tishbab is becoming a very challenging day people find it very hard hard to connect with Tishbab says the people are going out taking walks and just schmoozing with each other things which have nothing to do with Tishbab and even the people who know how to learn they're not doing they're not learning the things they're allowed to learn if this is what you're going to do on Tishbab if you're just going to take walks and in be involved in things which are not conductive, not productive conversation. Says the Berlach would be better if you learn. And then he quotes Yerushalmi, which has a similar idea that Rabbi Mamel was going to matter on Tishvah because um sorry in because the purpose that the reason why Chalmid said a person shouldn't work on Chalmid is because Chazal wanted you so people would sit and be happy and be drinking and eating and be samech and they're learning Torah. Instead, he says that people, the Yerushalmi speaks out that people are are not learning Torah. So therefore, he would have the. The Gemara brings down over that they would matir malachan tishbab and says the Chavetz Chaim. So too the same thing over here. Rafanu Neimar klum asr limud aluk deshiu yeshin binyan itzara veils umtekach zeich from degel chornabayis says the head of the Chavetz Chaim. The reason why Chazal told us is prohibited for us to learn on on tishbab is because Chazal wanted us to focus on the avelas on the destruction of the bias of the base of Mingosh. Vini metaylam tzichin tzilus cholun matzichin daitim navelas umtekach bam leischek the chito says the biralachav. Instead, people are going and they're not, totally forgetting about the avelas and they're involved themselves in things which they should not be doing in Tishrael. Since this is prepared to Gemara, the Gemara tells us it's prohibited to learn, therefore he's not going to make it. Says the Chavetz Chaim, therefore a person should be extremely careful on Tishrael itself, even if we can't necessarily focus on the Avelis, we find it very hard to connect the Avelis, focus on the Chorban Abayi, it's how we should be very careful not to be Isaac in 
speaking in ways which can, can lead to more sinas chinim, speaking lashon hara, speaking things which are inappropriate, we should try to do things which are positive, try to figure out how we can connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the Avelos, or at least how we can improve our Avas chinim. So let's see the Helegi Gemara, so again the minig is to learn the daf either right before Tishwav or right after Tishwav. So let's see the Helegi Gemara, the bottom of daf, Kufbem Hamid Beis, we are three lines up from the bottom. We actually stopped in the middle of the Gemara. The Gemara brought down that the Anshe bubble, the reason why the Talmud bubble wear fancier clothing is because when a person's out of their place where they live, when a person's out of their town, they have to wear fancier clothing so people could respect him originally. So now the Gemara brings down a Pasuk that the Pasuk says, And the Gemara makes a Joshua from this Pasuk. These are the in Babel who make the Torah beautiful. And Rashi over explains that this is, we're bringing a riot to the Shita Rabbi Yechem that the reason why the Chum in Babel wear fancy clothing is not because they're not B'nai Torah, it's because they are not in their own place, but they are creating a tremendous Hashem. They are bringing beauty to the Torah. So you see that the Chum in Babel are genuine Tamid Chum. So one of the other questions we saw at the Asher Rabbi is why are the Ibn Chum, why do they have the Zuma? So he answered, because they did not come to Arsina, did not stand by Arsina. Because at the time of Chava was Baal Nachash, when Chava had relationships with the Nachash, which again, Machlaikis is referring to literally actually had relations, or Rashi sounds like that's the case, or other Chayim say Chas Hashem, doesn't mean actual relations, but so it says the Gemara, at that time, so then Zuma came down to the world. Yisrael, Shalom, Dua, Arsinai, Paschal, Zuma, Asan. Says the Gemara, Klai, so the Arsinai, so the Zuma went away. However, the non Jews, who they did not send Arsinai, the Zuma did not go away, and that's why they still have this Zuma. It's interesting. One of the Rishayim, I believe the Ravid speaks out that that's what we say in the Agada Dayenu, the Kasha that we ask, why do we say Dayenu if we got Kaddish just brought us to our Sinai? So one of the Shatamis based on our Gemara that we got rid of the Zuma, even if we were not to get the Torah, it was still enough because we got rid of the Zuma. And it says the, exactly what the Zuma is. Again, Baz Hashem, we'll have to see more about this when we get to Mizach Zavai Dazar, exactly to define what this is referring to. We'll see a very Mechodesh Chasam Saber. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Rashi, Gerim, what's the luck with Gerim? How come the Gerim do not have the Zuma? Meaning, if Gerim not said by our Sinai, so how come they do not? Have his own vacuum. Even though they were not standing at Harsinai, Mazlaya, their mazel was there. Because the Pasuk says, assuming that everybody was there, whether you were physically there, the Marsha speaks out that your Nisham was there, and the Gerim, the people who were Megayar into Klai Yisrael, either their Nisham was also there, or just like the Gemara speaks out, their Mazel was there, and therefore that's how the Zuma was gotten rid of. What exactly it means? Their Mazel was there, something interesting to figure out what the word Mazel means in general. We'll have to see more about this as we go along. Says the This to be said, the Zuma only went away from Klai Yisrael at Arsinai. That does, this is a, this is a machlekes because Rabbi Adar Rakana said that until three generations the Zuma is still there. Avram Hayyad is Ishmael because Avram gave birth to Ishmael. Yitzchak Hayyad is Esav and Yitzchak gave birth to Esav. But Yaakov Hayyad Yudbei Shvatim. However, Yaakov only gave birth to the twelve Shvatim. He did not have any children who were not part of Klai. That each one of his children was part of the continuation of Klai. So this the idea that the Zuma left us by Harsina is machlekes because this man Damar held that the Zuma left by Yaakov Avinu. Says the Helgig writer now. Says the Mishnah Shaver Adam Sachavis Lachleman and Gregaris. Allah is a person is allowed to break a barrel open on Shabbos in order to take out the figs inside. Well, actually, his guideline is clear as long as he did not intend to create a clear, as long as he did not intend to create a nice hole, a nice open.
opening in the clay, it is going to be permissible. Now again, this is very negaya practical. are opening up bottle caps, opening up bottles, opening up different types of bottles, opening up cans on Shabbos, ripping open potato chip bags on Shabbos. This is definitely one of the primary sources that the Rishayim and down to the Paiskim, contemporary Paiskim, contend with from our mission. There's a beautiful Baralacha, down the Mem, if you want to go through a little bit. The Sugi, the background of the Sugi. However, Rashi speaks out, particularly like a Rashi. Rashi speaks out, Malegar, Garis, Besakan, you're allowed to take a knife and open up the barrel, Lachol, and to get the fix from the inside. Says Rashi, Says Rashi, because what you're doing is a destructive act, you're breaking open the barrel, and therefore there's no Isser Makakal on Shabbos. Now the Rishayin are ready to run, the Ritva asked on Rashi, when there's no Isser Makakal, we said before, we've seen a few times in the Masechta, that Makakal, that doing a destructive act on Shabbos, is not Chayvachatas. However, it's still Asr Midrabanan. So how could Rashi tell us that there's no Isser Makakal on Shabbos? What do you mean? There's an Isser so why is it in our mission? So if you take a look at the Ran, the Ran explains you're right. Normally, Makakal is us. However, Shabbos, like in our case, or a person trying to get food for Shabbos, it is permissible, which again is a very important insight that's telling us that for the Tzarek of Shabbos, for, in order for a person to get food on Shabbos, he's allowed to be everything. It's a Rabbana Makakal in order to eat, in order for the Tzarek Shabbos. However, it doesn't sound so, if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi sounds like the Ain bin Makakal, Shemizar Shabbos. Rashi doesn't sound like it's a localized din specifically in regards to food. Rashi sounds like there's no Isra Makakal. So there's some there, I think some Cypher and others explain that. Rashi means specifically because in regards to Kalim, Rashi Shita is that there's no Midirai, so you would not be over over here, so therefore the Rabban did not make exam in regards to Kilkel. It says the Commission of Eiter, Ve'ein, Noikvin, Migufa Shachavis, Rebuta, Allah, you're not allowed to make a hole in the seal of the barrel, in the stop of the barrel. Again, we're afraid a person's going to make a nice hole, which is a problem of making a clay, or Chamatin, or Chamal, this mutter, Belay, Gwen, and Matita. However, you're not allowed to make a hole in the side of the barrel, or we'll see in the Gemara, the side of the the stopper, the side of the seal. We'll see more about this in the Gemara. There's a hole in the barrel. Around the hole because we're afraid a person is going to smooth it out in Shabbos, which is an isidur, could be an Isidur Isa Mamachik. There was one time a story came out came in front of Rebecham and Zakai where there was a hole, a hole in the barrel and somebody put wax on top of the hole, on the side of the hole, and he said, I'm afraid that the person was Chai Vachatas in Shabbos because he smoothed it out. The Mishnah said that a person is allowed to. Break open the barrel with a knife on Shabbos. It says a Rashi, that's only if the figs inside are connected and the person needs a knife anyways to cut open the figs. However, if the figs are already separate, then Allah is, you are not allowed to bring a knife on Shabbos. The Gemara is assuming that's Muksa. Asks the Gemara, Mufradis, is that true? That if the figs are separate, so you don't need the knife anyway, so therefore it's prohibited to bring the knife to open up the barrel. Is that true? Meisvei. Reb Shimonomi said, maybe other Mitzachavish or Yayin, person's allowed to bring a barrel of wine to make this Rashi Vasayif and cut open the top with a knife. You're allowed to put the wine in front of the guests on Shabbos. It's not a problem. So asks the Gemara, you see, that even though a knife, you're not, you don't need a knife to cut the wine, so you see clearly that's mutter to move the knife just to open up the barrel. So why do we say that our Mishnah, which says it's mutter to use a knife to open up the barrel, that's only if you need to get a knife anyways to cut the fruits. So that's why we're, we're going to allow you to bring the knife to cut open the barrel, but in a normal case, we're not allowed to open up the barrel. I have a stira. Answers the Gemara. Answers the Gemara. We already had this machlekes between the Rabbanu and Nechemia. The Nechemia is one who's the most mach, one of the most mach, machmir in regards to mukter. Nechemia holds that even a klishmalach tahater, for example, a knife which is normally used for something which is mutter, the halachas you're only allowed to use it for its specific tashmish for the specific thing that's normally used for. And since a knife is not normally used to cut open barrels, therefore Nechemia holds this prohibited. So the only time that it's going to be mutter to use the knife to cut open the barrel on Shabbos, that's only if you need to bring the knife anyways. However, according to the Chacham who hold that a klishmalach tahater it's mutter to use for other purposes as well, the Rabbanu are going to hold it. It's mutter to cut open the knife, even cut open a barrel, even if you do not need the knife to cut the things inside the barrel, because it's mutter to move the knife. And says the Gemara, my duch, 
Why do you have to walk in and say, Our mission is going like the sheet of Rechemia? That holds that normally it's not mutter to move a knife. I, so why are our mission is a mutter to use a knife? Because we're talking about Jerusalem, because we're talking about fruit. We're talking about when the dates are right next, are, I'm sorry, where the figs are still connected to each other, and that's why you need to bring a knife. Look at the Fred, it's Rabbana, and ask the Gemara, why don't we say it's going according to the sheet of Rabbana? We're talking about where the fruit are already separate. And to the Gemara, Rava, Matisse, and Kishyasa, says Rava, there was a deke in the Mishnah, because the Mishnah was troubling him. Meyer, it's on Ingregaris, listening to because says Rava, why the Mishnah have to specifically speak out a specific type of fruit. Why the mission have to say figs? Let the mission just say fruit. The reason why the mission specifically spoke out figs is because sometimes figs are close to each other, and that's why you need to bring a knife specifically to cut open the figs. However, the other types of fruit, we wouldn't have the same dick. So that's why it says Rava, the he was medai, Ravisha was medai in our mission. That sounds like we're talking about a case where you need a knife specifically to cut the fruit as well. And that's why Ravisha said our mission is going like you should have Reb Nechemia. Says the Hagig, my writer, Tanya Chad, if one writes which says, the halacha is that a person who has a basket, which is which he has dates inside or he has figs inside, the halacha is he's allowed to matri is allowed to untie if it's tied up with a tied up with a string. The halacha is allowed to untie it. Umafki is allowed to undo the weaving of the basket. The chaytach is allowed to cut open with a knife. The tiny dachem of another bris which has matri is allowed to untie. Vlemafki lechaytach he's not allowed to undo the weaving and he's not allowed to cut it. So asks the gemara we have a steer between two brises and says the gemara like kasha harabana again same thing like we said we explained before that according to rabban a person is going to be allowed to cut it. He's allowed to bring a knife to cut it open. However, according to Mechemia, you are not allowed to bring a knife to cut it open because, in general, you don't use, you don't use a knife to cut open the basket. And according to Mechemia, it's prohibited to use any type of kli. It's muktzah unless you're using it for a specific usage. All these regular type of kalim, a spoon, a talus, a knife, any you're only allowed to move them for their purpose that you normally use it. And therefore, according to Mechemia, it's prohibited to use a knife to cut something open which you don't use the knife to cut. Says the Hugging Writer, what is Allah allowed to take a spear and make a hole in a barrel on Shabbat? So Rashi just speaks out. If you take a look, it says Rashi, are you allowed to take a spear? You want to make a hole in the barrel, so you're allowed to take a spear and stick it into the side of the barrel. If you take a look at the Meiri, the Meiri adds in a few words over here. It says the Meiri, it says the Meiri, it's prohibited to use a kli, which they would normally use to make a hole in the side of the barrel. Because in this case, a person is intending to make a hole. So it sounds like for the Miri that this spear was not just a random spear, it was something which they would generally use to make a hole in the side of the barrel. But anyway, he asks the Gemara, are you allowed to use this on Shabbos to make a hole in the side of the barrel? Says the Gemara, the Gemara presents the two sides of the question. Are you intending to make a nice hole in the side of the barrel and therefore it would be prohibited? Because that would be, again, a problem of binyan in the kli, building in the Kli, trying to create a nice opening. You're creating a Pesach in the Kli. Or says the Gemara, you just want to make a big hole so that the liquid could come out. You don't really care about making creating a pesach, and therefore you permit it. No, you're trying to create a pesach, and therefore it's prohibited. Maybe allowed to bring a barrel of wine, and he's allowed to cut it with a knife. So that's the more why you allowed to cut it open. It should be the same thing over here. You're trying to make a pesach. And the more over there, when the person's just cutting it open, it's clear that he's just intending to get the liquid out. Says the more over here, if this person just wanted to get the liquid out, so why is he just make a hole. I'm sorry, why doesn't he just open it the normal ways? For the fact that he's trying to make a hole in the side with the spear, which I guess according to Amir, it's even more Mustafa that this is the type of item, object that they would normally use to make holes. So therefore, it's clear the person tried to make a nice Pesach, and therefore it is prohibited. Says the Hegegmar writer, Ain Naikfin Migufa, Omar of Huna, says the Hegegmar Machlegis Lamaila, this way he said it's prohibited. 
So that is only when it's above the, that's only on top of the barrel. However, to make a hole in the side of the barrel, in the side, in the, if the stopper's on the side of the barrel, everybody agrees it's going to be prohibited. And if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi explains, That's not normal to make a hole in the stopper. It's not normal to make a hole in the cork. Just take out the whole cork. Sometimes you'll make a, a hole in the side of the cork, if the cork's on the side, because you want to make a Pesach. However, you do not want to make a hole in the top of the barrel because you don't want things to fall in the barrel so that's going to make a hole in the side so that's why on the side everybody's going to be usher. that's what the Mishnah says you're not allowed to make a hole in the side the Mishnah says no the Mishnah says the Mishnah says about whether you're allowed to make a hole in the stopper is one of the stoppers on the side on top of the barrel everybody's permitted the Mishnah says you're not to make a hole in the side of the barrel that's talking about the actual walls of the barrel not the stopper and that's what the Mishnah says also make on the side that was talking about the barrel itself says the Gemara right there Shabbos, a person is allowed to create a new hole on Shabbos. However, if there's already a hole in the barrel, the is allowed to make it a little bit bigger. You're not allowed to make the hole a little bigger. We're going to see in a minute what this machaikis revolves around. If there's a hole which was closed up, and the halachas, you're allowed to reopen it on Shabbos, as Rashi explains on the Amid Beis, that once it was ready open, so when you close it up, it's not really completely closing up the hole. When you open it up again, it's not. we don't look at it as if you're creating a new hole on Shabbos. It says in Rabbi Tanakama, Maishna, why did Tanakama say that you're not to create a new hole on Shabbos because you're creating a Pesach? So the same thing, when you're making the hole bigger, you're also making a nicer Pesach. You're fixing the Pesach on Shabbos, which should be prohibited. And says Rabbah, because any opening which is not made to have things go in and go out is not really considered a Pesach. So therefore, if you're just making a hole to get liquid to come out, that's not considered a real Pesach. A person is going to make a hole in a chicken coop. And over there, it's the issue of the Because in that case, you want fresh air to go into the chicken coop. And you want the bad air from the coop itself to go out. So there, you would be having a Pesach. However, the Chum said a person's allowed to be Maisif, he's allowed to make the hole bigger. Why? Because a person's not going to make the hole of a chicken coop bigger. Why? Says the Gemara, because he doesn't want bugs to go inside. And therefore, says the Gemara, the reason why the Chum asked a person to make these types of holes on Shabbos is because of Loshotan and Gailim. Because of a per- we're afraid a person's going to make a hole, a hole in a chicken coop. However, a person's not going to add to the hole which he already made in a chicken coop, and therefore the Chum did not make Xera for a person to add to his hole. To the hole on his barrel. We brought down before the Gemara, we had a mandamar that said that it's usher to be maisif on the hole in your barrel. What's chatting at Because we're afraid that maybe he didn't make the hole nicely the first time in the, in the chicken coop, and we're afraid he's going to add to that hole. So therefore, we have the same zera to the Pesach of a chicken coop, which would be a that it's prohibited to be myself to the hole on Shabbos. This to be said, it's permitted to open up a hole which is closed up. That is only if the hole is closed up. Which Rashi explains, the shamer means that you don't want the, the fragrance of the wine to go out, and that's why you closed up the hole. However, it says the Gemara, if you close up the hole because you want to strengthen the barrel, then it's prohibited to open up this hole again on Shabbos, as Rashi explains, because in this case, since over here it's a good closing, you're closing it up very well. Because then when you open up again, we look at it as if you're creating a new Pesach, and therefore it's prohibited on Shabbos. says the Gemara, how do we know if it's considered a shamer? How do we know if it's considered a chazik? At what point do we say it's considered very, you're close it up very well, and if it's prohibited, if you close it up, if there's a hole in the barrel above where the wine is, meaning let's say the wine fills up three quarters of the barrel, and, you fill, and the hole's on top of that, so that's considered a shamer. However, if the hole is below where the wine is, below the level of the wine, 
that's considered a person's creating the filling up the hole to strengthen up the barrel, and therefore it'd be usher to open that on Shabbos. Rabbi Rav says, even below where the wine is, that also be considered a shamer, and it'd be permitted to open that up on Shabbos again. Where the hole was below where the sediment is, the sediments are all in the bottom of the barrel. So if the hole's over there and you filled up that type of hole, so then you're going to fill that hole, the hole up very well, and therefore it's going to be prohibited to open that up on Shabbos. I'm going to buy the Rabbi Let's bring a raya to this. We'll bring a raya from a raya. So. That if you have a person at a house in a chatzir, so the way that they divide up the land in the chatzir is that depending on how many doors a person had, is how much space they would have in the chatzir. Per each door that a person had, he would get arba amas. The mission over there says that a person who closed up the door, the alachas, he still has the arba amas. However, paratas matzimah, let's say he takes away the whole doorpost, then ingmai dal amas. Then he loses the dalad amas because the door is gone. By Yisassim, if he has a house which is closed up, he closed up the doors, that it's still not the area around it, because again, we still look at it as a house, we still look at it as if the door is still there, even though it was closed up. However, However, if you took away the doorpost, then we look at it as if the house is gone, you're about to the shame of the house. Now, now it's in a caver, and therefore it's matame around the caver as well. So says the Gemara, Abayah is bringing a ride to Rabbah, that as long as the hole is not closed up very well, you see over here that even though you took away the door, you close up the door, as long as you didn't actually take away the door post, Allah has it still considered a door, so so too, we look at it by the Chavis as well, as long as you didn't really close up the, the whole well, it's going to be permitted to open it up on Shabbos. It says the Hedagi Gemara Viter. Gufsa Rab Asr Shmuel Shar says the Gemara Gufsa, which Rash explains, is to cut a straw on Shabbos and put it into the barrel. Rav says it's prohibited on Shabbos. Shmuel Shar, sign Shmuel says it's mutter. Now the Gemara explains what the Machlech is in the Chatzir Chatzchil to climb the plague. Everybody's now allowed to cut it. The Chatzchil, the Asr, that's Asr. Everybody agrees it's Asr to actually cut the straw on Shabbos. Duri to climb the plague to Shari. However, if you already made the hole on Shabbos and you have the straw there, the Machlech is you're allowed to put it back into the hole on Shabbos. So what's the Machlech? It's like plague. Keep plague. The Chatzchil alive. The Machlech was that you cut an air of Shabbos. You never, put, you never put it into the barrel. You never made sure that it fits nicely on Shabbos. The one who says it's Aser, Rabbi said it's Aser, holds that you're not allowed to do it because you're afraid a person going to cut it on Shabbos, which is prohibited. And the one who holds Shmuel is permitted, holds we don't make this Cut it on Shabbos. Now, flower for falls. I'm not going to Shabbos. I'm going to put the straw back into the barrel on Shabbos. It says in Rabbiesha, make a ratio that is mutter. It says in Rabbiesha, hi. When is Rabbiesha saying that's mutter where the Tanakhama disagrees? It says in Rabbiesha, every time we're talking about the, and the ratio that the Tanakhama holds Usher to cut on Shabbos and Rabbiesha holds his mutter, how come it's not going to be creating a clean? Everybody agrees it's Usher. Ella Seifa. So it says in Rabbiesha, must be going on the Seifa where it falls out. It says in Rabbiesha, I'm a Mishnah Kashari. But what do you mean? The Tanakhama also is permitted. So in what case is Rabbiesha coming to say that I'm Matir and the Tanakhama is Machmer? In the case was you cut it and you didn't fix it, but you didn't make sure that it fits into the barrel nicely, you didn't put it in yet. It could be now Marcel Vegazina, Marcel Vegazina, Machlekes was, Rabbi Shalts, we do not make Xerah, it's permitted, and the Tanakamal do to make Xerah, which is the same Machlekes between Rav and Shmuel. It says in Mardarsh of Shisha Brader of Idi Mishmader of Yechon, Halacha Kerbiesha, the Lachas Akerbiesha, that we are not Gezer, and the Lachas is permitted to put it on Shabbos for the first time. It says the Algemar Writer, Meisen Akuva Mishcha, the Mishnah says you're not allowed to smear wax on the side of the hole on Shabbos. Ishwab Mimachik says the Mishcha, what about smearing oil? Rav, Aser, Shmuel, Shar, Machlek, Zav, and Shmuel. Man, the Aser, Gruzina, Mishim, Shaiva, the Rav, who held its Aser, hold its uh, made Xera that a person is going to use wax. I'm on the Shar, like Gruzina, and Shmuel, its mother said we don't make Xera. I'm on the Rav, Shmuel, Bar, Bar, Chana, the Rav, Yasef, Beferish, I'm on the Mishra, the Rav, Mishra, Shari. He said that I heard Beferish in the name of Rav that the Allah is that oil is permitted. You, you, we said before the Rav holds Aser, he said, I have a Shmuel, I have a member that we heard Beferish, the Rav said it's permissible. Says, Igmar, right term. 
Omar Tavis Rishba, Omar Shmuel, Hai Tarfa da Asa, Osir. The Allah is you're not allowed to take this leaf of a hadas and put it into the barrel as your spigot, as the opening for your barrel to get to use to pour the liquid out. It's also do that on Shabbos. My time and why is that Osir? Yemar said, We took Zera that a person's going to create a regular spigot on Shabbos, a regular opening on Shabbos, which is Osir. Ravashi says, Zera Shem Yiktim, we're afraid a person's going to cut it off the hadas on Shabbos, which is Osir. My Benai, what's enough? Kamina between the two reasons says, Gemara, Kabinayu. Either two different kersites, or either that there's a lot of things which are already cut before Shabbos, you have a bunch of these that are already cut before Shabbos, or as long as there's one thing which is cut before Shabbos, then there's no gzeir, we're not afraid that a person is going to cut lechatchila on Shabbos. So according to the reason that says the problem is that we're afraid a person is going to cut, so there's no problem. However, according to the time that the gzeir was, according to Rav Yemri, said the gzeir was because a person is going to make a spigot on Shabbos, even if it was cut before Shabbos, it would be pro- even if it was cut and it was day before Shabbos, it would still be prohibited. It says in Rav Yemri, what's the halach? Is a person allowed to go out with felt cloth wrapped Around him is that mutter to go out with on Shabbos. Rav also Shmuel Shari. Rav held it's prohibited. It's it's of carrying on Shabbos. Shmuel this mutter. Nigmar is going to clarify. Barak and the Kuliamale pleaded to Shari. If it's soft, everybody uses permissible because now you're wearing it as clothing. It's mutter. Big caution. If it's hard, felt, and the Kuliamale pleaded Aser, then everybody uses prohibited. Keep pleading. Me too. The Machlekes says in the case where it's in the middle, it's not very soft. It's not very hard. Is it mutter? And I'm on the Aser. Merci Kimasi. Rav held this Aser because it looks like it's a package. It looks like you're carrying something. On the Shari, the Merci Kimasi. According to Shmuel, it's not. It's mutter too. Where because it doesn't look like you're wearing a package, it looks like you're wearing it. How do Rabbi Mephashim, Rabbi Tzedek Gemara, this that we heard that Rabbi holds that this case is, pro- is prohibited was not said with Fairish. Rather, El Mechalet Mara said from the story, the Rabbi Kalehu asked Rabbi to certain towns, there was not enough space to teach him Al-Midim. Now the Yasub Karmel, so he went out to Karmel to teach him. I said the Beis Sadia, so they brought him, it just felt to sit on the Yasub, didn't want to sit in it. Man, the Chazar Shem, the Beis Sadia, Asr. The one who saw this story happening thought that Rab didn't want to sit on this felt because the person was over in his survey saw because the person carried the felt. However, it says the Gemara of Eloi, that was not the case. The Rav, who's your machas beside the because really we know Rav announced that beside is permissible to carry on Shabbos. If you're wearing it as your clothing, it's permissible. He didn't sit down because there were other Rabbanim around. He didn't, Rav didn't want to sit down because there were other Big time in the Chum there, if Kana Rasu were there, and there was not enough space for them to sit, and therefore Rab himself did not sit down. However, this person who saw made a mistake, and that's why we heard before that Rab held the Tatar. So, one of the things you see from Aragomara is that you have to be very careful when you see a story happening, when you see something happening, you have to make sure to clarify the details. Like there's, a, there's a story with Ramesha that is quoted that somebody once saw that Ramesha picked up a bottle of milk and then he put it back down, he didn't drink from it, and he picked up a different bottle and he drank from it. So, somebody thought that that company is not a good Hachshar, Chalf Stam. And then afterwards, when I asked Ramesh, he just said the bottle's empty. So you have to be very careful when you quote stories about Big Tamil Chum to clarify, to make sure you know all the details before you draw a practical halacha from the story, before you jump to your own conclusions. Quick, as always, saw today, the Gemara on the Miralf clarified what the halacha is in regards to opening up barrels on Shabbos. If you want the food inside, the mission said that your person's allowed to break open the barrel with a knife on Shabbos. If he's trying to get the food inside, the Gemara brought down that he's only allowed to use a knife if he needs a knife for the fruit which is inside. But if he does not need the fruit which is inside, the halacha is not to bring the knife. And we saw that was only according to the Shidra However, according to the Shidra of the Chacham, it would be permissible to bring the knife. To open it up on Shabbos, and then we saw the, the Gemara brought down the bottom that the person's not allowed to make a hole lechatchila on Shabbos in the barrel. However, he's allowed to add to the hole. The Gemara explained because really these types of holes are only used to draw button. The only used to draw of making a hole on Shabbos is when the hole is made, the pesach is made lahachmis lahaiti to let something go in, to let something go out. However, a person's not going to be meisiv on the hole of loshal tarnagaylim, and therefore the rabbanim make exerit to be meisiv on the hole. We saw the Gemara on the base brought down machlekes rav and shmuel zemutter to shmear oil or not to make exerah that a person is going to shmear wax or not, and. 
then we just saw the Gemara on the bottom, Machlekes Rav and Shmuel, a person allowed to go out with felt around them on Shabbos. Is it Xero that he looks like he is wearing a master, he looks like he's wearing a package, and therefore would be prohibited because of Aitzah? Or is it not a problem? The Gemara said that this sheet that we thought that Rav held its Aser really didn't ever really happen. Rather, there was a story and somebody draw the wrong conclusions. Before we end, let's just speak out. Once we quote that Biralach in the beginning, let's just finish up the Biralach does say something else, which is very interesting. If you take a look, the Mishnah Bura on that sim, and the, the Shulchanar brings down that person's, the Ramah brings down that the meaning was that a person is not allowed to learn, or if Tishbev after Chatzai, the only things allowed to learn are the Dvar Marim, the same things you're allowed to learn. Tishbev, Eiv, the Gemars and Gitin about the Chorban, that's the only thing you're allowed to learn, or if Tishbev, that's what the Ramah brings down. If you take a look at the Mishnah Bura, the Mishnah Bura brings down, and we call it, calls it Medina, the Mishnah brings down, this is not Medina, this is not Mikra Din, an Arab Tishbab after Chatzais, who are still allowed to learn Mikra Din, he quotes the Marshal, he quotes the Gra as well, that's a Chomri Yaseira, he quotes the Mar Mordechai, and he, the Mar Mordechai writes, the cost of whom may be hybrid day, but that if you tell people they're only allowed to learn these specific things at Varmarim and Arab Tishbab, that you're going to be Matal Turk, because people are not going to want to learn them. It says the Mishnah Bura, because a person only learns what he enjoys learning, and therefore you can't tell a person just learn. Learn the Dvar Marayim and Erev Tishvav because he's not going to do that. And if you're going to cause Betel Torah, so that's why he says the Mishnabura Valkain Daiti Lahakel. Therefore, his das that he would be Makel and he wouldn't stop anybody from learning after Chatzais and Erev Tishvav. If you take a look at the Biralacha over here, Diramasko Lachain, the same Biralacha we quoted in the beginning, the Chavetz Chaim tells us something interesting about himself. Says the Biralacha Mashakasa Hamagan Avram Lahachem Ritam Yachalumay Dvar Mutarim Tishvav. So the Magan Avram says we may as well be Machmer. We may as, we may as well tell you that you're not allowed to learn on Erev Tishvav after Chatzais. Regular things only allowed to learn Dvar Marayim because. So, it's not a big deal. Says the Mishnah Bura Imrani, says the Chavetz Chaim, Shein's a Maspik. It's not enough to tell people just learn the Dvarim. It's like we saw before in the Mishnah Bura. Says the Chavetz Chaim, I see the Kamat Mechamit, it's Rash and Blim and Amut Riyam Tishva. Mishum de Tsar Hulam Lomai Bimash in Regilin. Says the Chavetz Chaim, I see many Tamil Cham on Tishva that they're misrash on their Tyra. They don't go and they don't sit and learn the things that they're supposed to learn on Tishva because it's very uncomfortable for a person to learn something which he's not in the middle of. You're telling a person, I'm in the middle of learning a specific Masach, I'm learning a specific Halach and Shulchanach, and now you're telling to learn very specific things. That's not what I'm middle of doing. That's not what I'm interested in. And says the Chavetz Chaim, he adds in a few words over here, says the Chavetz Chaim, that I myself, I find myself as one of them, that I don't enjoy just learning what I'm not in the middle of. You can't tell me I'm in the middle of learning something specific. I'm in the middle of preparing something. I'm in the middle of learning a specific Gemara. You can't tell me to go learn something else. You just see something interesting, the Chavetz Chaim telling us that he felt that it is important for a person to first of all, like we saw, learn what, what a person enjoys, and also that it is understandable for a person to find it uncomfortable, to find it difficult, to interrupt his regular lima to learn something else. And he says, and that's what the Chavetz Chaim says that his das is to be makel to learn after our Tushabav until Bein Hashmashes. Have a wonderful day. Have a meaningful and easy fast. And as Hashem, we should all be in Yushalayim together very soon.